to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy. Certain point. If you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star, then uh-huh, uh-huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status. We, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying eat meat, but at least put some cereal in the milk. Come on. <laughs> you, that's like taking six, 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 the mark of the beast, and redefining it like Biggie tried to do, and saying no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666, you can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Ignoring lies many times because of our past upbringing and decision making. We live in what? Because of your past, your upbringing, and decision making. We live in denial. We just can't see the elephant in the room because we don't want to. We don't want to see the elephant because if you see the elephant, you got to deal with it. So we don't want to. And I made up in my mind when I was young. I think I was 18 and 19 years old. And some things were going on. Uh, and I was just out, you know, just re- really just at the lowest point of my life. And I made up in my mind that I'm not going to live in denial. Because denial at that time was hurting me. So I said, you know, I'm just not going to do this. I'm just going to deal with stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I, I felt the Spirit of the Lord even tell me at that age that people aren't going to like you because of that. I really did. You're not going to ever fit in and people are going to dog you out and people are not going to like you. They're going to tolerate you when you come around, especially family. But they're really not going to like you because you won't play the game. You, you, you won't do it. You just won't do it. Man, you, I mean, you got to like something. You don't like nothing. You, gotta, you know what I'm saying? You won't do it. You won't be quiet and let denial have its way. You won't do it. And people don't like me to this point. And I've got used to it because God had already warned me that, man, your friend list is going to be shortened. <laughs> and when you go into places, family going to wish you didn't come. Because you won't tolerate denial. And then the thing is, when you don't tolerate denial, people think, you, think you're better than them. No, I'm the one that deal with denial. You're the one that have accepted denial. That doesn't make me better than you. That just makes me without denial. You chose denial. So you chose to lower your standards to allow denial to preside over you. And I didn't. That doesn't make me better and that don't make me think I'm better than you or that I'm perfect. Amen. I mean, everyone struggles. Everyone has issues. Everyone has problems. But the, the difference is I try to deal with them. And I don't try to pretend they don't exist. And there's a big difference. But that intimidates some people. When the elephant provides the desires we seek or the pleasure we want, we ignore it and choose to live a lie. Rather than exposing the lie and choosing truth. Now, last week we learned that the lie is the devil. And truth is God. 2 Thessalonians 2 and 12. That they all might be damned. 
Yeah, I cussed. No, I'm just playing. I didn't cuss. Paul cussed. That thing. Don't you hate preachers when they get to those words, they just sing them. Oh, yeah. I had to let that out. I was holding that in. It's an old Baptist preacher right there. That they all might be damned to believe not the what? But have pleasure in... You see what I'm saying? Because unrighteousness means you're not aligned right. You're not aligned with God's truth. So you're living a lie. The Holy Ghost makes you want to be in line. It aligns you with the truth. But sometimes... The reason we don't want to deal with the elephant in the room is because what? What elephant? What elephant? You the elephant, bruh. I was once told by a famous songwriter that in order to be a good songwriter, you have to be able to recognize when a song you wrote is not good. The bad songwriter don't know when he writes a bad song. But that's what separates the good songwriter. The bad songwriter will write a bad song and then throw it away. That's what I do. When I write a song and it's, it's whack, we've even learned songs in the praise team. We'll learn a song, learn the whole song, work on it for an hour. And at the end I'll be like, nah, that's whack. <laughs> and we just scratch it. Don't we? I don't have a problem because I know. This is what the songwriter told me. He said, if you're going to be a good songwriter, you have to be able to recognize when the song you wrote is not good. When you can tell the good ones from the bad ones, then you are on your way. That's what he told me. This, this dude has written many, many what they call hits. This is very true about our personal lives. When we can spot our own issues. Look at somebody say own issues. When we can spot our own issues and know when we are doing wrong, then we are on our way to healing and deliverance. In other words, you can't be on your way to healing and deliverance and you don't know when you're doing wrong. Now I'm not talking about the obvious stuff. You a freak. You know something's wrong with that. Your body will tell you that. I mean, your doctor's appointment told you that. Something's wrong with this. I need to stop. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. I mean, that's just, you know. <laughs> you already know something's wrong with that. No, I'm talking about just little things. You're not aligning up with the, with the fruits of the Spirit. Amen. Because if the Holy Ghost is in you, that's the Spirit of God, then you're supposed to have the fruits. Right? So these are the things that, you know, I'm talking about. In your personal life, if you're not able to spot these little inconsistencies, then you got a problem. But if you're able to spot them and know, say, oh, you know, I need to really start, stop talking about people so much. Or I need to really stop being like this about sister so-and-so. I mean, I've been mad at her for a year because of something she said. I need to just forgive her and I need to move on. Nobody has to come and tell you. You know, the Bible says that when the spirit of truth comes, no man has to teach you. It's not talking about you don't come to church. Oh, well, what am I doing here? I got the spirit of truth. I just learn on my own. It's not talking about that. It's talking about no one has to teach you things like that, right from wrong. You know, when the spirit of truth has come. Now, if denial is there, you don't have truth. Isn't that simple stuff? That is so simple. When the spirit of truth has come, nobody has to tell you that you need to repent and go and apologize to that sister. Man, we ain't got to have no meeting. I told folks when we started this church, I will never sit down with no couples and have an interaction between the two. And okay, now shake her hand. Oh, that's some demonic elementary school junk. Y'all 
can't work that out, then both y'all need to go find another church. Ain't nobody sitting you down and being a mediator. Only reason people want that is for attention anyway. Getting up in the church and go on and apologize, sister. Go, go hug, sister Gina. Go hug her. You hug her. And then the music start playing. Some foolishness. I know pastor's job to sit down between two people and try to mediate. Grown folks. You grown. If you got the spirit, the Bible says don't nobody have to do that. No mediation. Y'all understand what I'm saying? That's childish. I hate that childish church junk. We ain't that kind of church. Me and my wife, we just can't see eye to eye, Pastor. You need to sit us down. I ain't sitting y'all down. Y'all sleep in the same bed and y'all can't get it together? We need you to counsel us. No, you don't. You need the counselor, the comforter. How does two people with the Holy Ghost case? One of y'all got a demon. Oh, I see the amens are thinning because you didn't think I was going to go here. need you to sit us down pastor because we you know we, we now I'm gonna sit down because I ain't been doing right it shut up what do you think this is I'm trying to teach the word to everybody I got time for that we ain't slept together in months well then y'all have a problem brother you need to give your wife some now. Oh, insecure pastors that's what that is then getting up telling you what to do and how to do it. What you can't do. That's a sin. Now in the bed. Now when you do this, that's a sin. Get out of for grown folks business. That ain't got nothing to do with you. You shouldn't even be putting those images in the members minds. What are you up talking about that junk for in the church? What you can and can't do in your bedroom. I'm preaching y'all. Y'all. That, that's some foolishness man. It done made church just go down the tubes. You should have heard Pastor, but he laid it out. What the woman is supposed to be doing, what she can't do, what she's supposed to wear. Your pastor's a freak. <laughs> but what that is, that's control. That's a control. When Whenever you got that going on, that's control. That's some woman that don't like some stuff her husband tries to make her do. So she tried to just make the whole church turn against the husband. That's, that's all that is. Jezebel. Can I keep preaching in this church? I'm going to do it, y'all. Y'all the one pick this church. <laughs> Psalms 51 and 10. Created me or what? Clean heart. This is very true about, a person, uh, about our personal lives when we can spot our own issues and know when we are doing wrong. This right here is what made David a man after God's own heart. Because he could recognize when his heart was not clean. He could recognize no one had to tell him that he needed a right spirit. Nathan was just a representative of what the Holy Ghost would become. It would become the counselor. It would become the comforter. So the Holy Ghost comes now and tells you of these nine fruit you don't have number six. No man has to teach you that. That's the Holy Ghost. It make me want to jump and shout. No it don't. No, you already a jumper and a shouter. That's just you. That's your personality. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's just you. But don't blame it on the Holy Ghost. Because Brother Tight y'all sitting right next to you, he don't jump and shout and he's safe as you are. Why ain't it making him do it? You standing right next to him slinging her jail and everything all over it. And he just there, but he, he, he loves the Lord. He's praising the Lord. He just ain't jumping and shouting like you. 
Right. You can't say the Holy Ghost is making you do that. It ain't making everybody do it. But it's like fire! Shut up in my bones! Nope, nope, nope. That's that curry Thai chicken you ate. Got your bowels on fire. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, come on. What Jeremiah was talking about was the truth. I got to tell the truth now. The spirit is all over me. It's shut up in me. What's shut up in me? God's truth. Watch me preach this truth and let this truth out because if I don't, it's just, ah, it's all in me. The desire. You ever been around family members and different ones and they all just spewing foolishness. Some of foolish, foolishness until you can see it. It's like green color coming all over there. You just see green and just dust and just like, man, they are talking some foolishness. Yeah, Obama, boy. He, yeah, he full of the Holy Ghost. He gonna lead us. Hey, he gonna lead us and guide us. And yeah, yeah, because Uncle Jeffrey, see, he's a Freemason and God is using him mightily. You be in there just... <laughs> Jones son at the meet he was anointed ooh. that man is anointed he is ooh wee mm. he just been there <laughs> that's what Jeremiah was talking about it's like fire I can't only I'm gonna go out to just leave they be talking foolishness especially when you come to the knowledge of the real truth you just in there like man people are dumb <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Anybody ever did that in your mind? You're thinking, that's the stupidest. <laughs> I know I'm preaching, Jack. I'm preaching to myself. The problem is that most people choose issues over peace because they don't desire to deal with who they have become. I need the church to come over and pray. Why? Because my blood pressure is 300 over 550. And I can barely make these greens. I, I could barely reach and get that fat back. It was so far behind the other stuff. It was heavy. I could barely get that fat back in these greens. I need y'all to come. <laughs> I told somebody that and they almost got mad. I said, well, the Holy Ghost, I mean, if you have the Holy Ghost, it makes you want to take care of the temple. Nah, 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 you're crossing the line there, brother. Because Paul said, I can eat whatever I want. Peter said, Peter said, he saw the sheet, he saw everything. He said it wouldn't kill you right away, basically. Right. So you just use it on a long, slow death. Many have been practicing wrong for so long. That the path to right seems too long and hard. So they live in denial and become cynical toward the truth. So not only are they in denial, but when you bring the truth around, ah, uh, see, you think you, uh-uh, uh nah, I see. Cynical toward the truth. Now, when you become a cynic toward the truth, then that means you don't want no truth. So not only are you settled with the denial, but you are almost allergic to truth. It makes you uncomfortable. You don't even want to be around it. Oh, I can't go to that church. Why? Because he just, he get up and he just preaching all that truth. <laughs> Church, 
supposed to be funny. We're supposed to enjoy ourselves. We ain't supposed to be feeling bad and feeling down. If you're doing stuff against the word, you're supposed to feel bad and down. That's called conviction. But they're in denial so long, they don't, they don't even know what conviction is. They don't feel nothing. They live in denial and become cynics. Proverbs 13 and 16. Wise people think before they act. Fools don't and even brag about it. I tell people all the time they get mad at the ex-ministry. Y'all always exposing. The Bible says, we've never exposed anything. I'm like, what, what, what did we expose? I, I, whenever I ask them that, they can't answer. Well, you expose everything. What these preachers said and all this. You be... Man. What these preachers said is exposing. You know what I'm saying? We have never exposed anything. Everything we talk about is what they brag about. They're proud of it. They wanted you to know before we even said it. Just when we say it, it just sounds different. Because we hold it up to the word. They just got me all wrong. They got us all wrong, Brother Will. They don't know the true us. I, I, I really, I believe I'm probably the most misunderstood preacher in the whole nation. I, I believe that. I believe Because most of the folk that don't like what I do has never even watched the video. They've never watched or heard anything. Because it's very hard to watch it and hear it and then disagree with it if you believe the Bible. These people make the truth relative to their denial. Now, when truth becomes relative, that means you just, truth is based on what you say. Your opinion. You basically made truth what you think it should be rather than what it is. It's relative. God's truth is absolute. Timeless, absolute. You don't change it. Without the love of the truth. Look at somebody say the love of the truth. If you haven't fallen in love with truth, then you're a candidate for strong delusion. The Bible tells us that we should call out the elephant in the room and the people that are being elephants. We should go to them in secret if they are our brother. Brother, amen. You that are spiritual, meaning I've overcome this issue, I can deal with this. Then I can go restore this person in the spirit of meekness. Considering yourself, lest thou also be tempted. So that's the whole spiritual part. If they are publicly being an elephant, according to the truth of the word, then we are to rebuke them how? This will open the eyes of those that have been blinded by their actions and hopefully will open the people that are doing its eyes as well. Sometimes you'll win in both cases. This is speaking the truth in love. Because see, we think speaking the truth is love has something to do with how we're saying it. That's not in love. The love is I'm telling you the truth. I mean, do you have a real nice, friendly way to whip your children? Because if you do, it's not going to work. Now, son... Don't you have to do that. (laughs) 
Ain't that crazy? It reminds you of a clown, don't it? Clowns creep me out, dude. Oh, man. I don't do the clowns. You can't stop smiling. Something's wrong. What you do when you get mad? Didn't I tell you? you have to stop loving your kid when you whoop them. Do you? You stop loving them when you chastise them? Isn't the chastising love? God said, those I love, I chasten. Like a son. Now, if I don't chasten you, that means I don't love you. If I don't correct you, I don't love you. If I don't tell you the truth, if I don't counter your denial, then I don't love you. But if I tell you the truth, I just did it in what? When we do not deal with the denial in our lives, then we become self-focused. And cannot deny self. Then we begin to ignore our issues and turn wrong into right. Isaiah 5 and 20, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light, Light for darkness that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Y'all, this is the state of the church right now. Don't nobody know what's right. They just don't even know what's right and wrong anymore. Had somebody come and tell me the other day that they were in the potter's house. And this is one of the reasons they left T.D. Jake's church. So they was in the potter's house and a group of guys came in, sat on the front row. It was a singing group. And Jake's got up and made a big deal and announced them and everything. Y'all put your hands together because we have mindless behavior here today. So this person that's told me this told me their kids didn't even know who mindless behavior was. Went home, started Googling them and looking them up. Mindless behavior? I don't even have to know their song to know something's wrong with somebody called mindless. How do you even open your lisp up and say something like that in the microphone? the most demonic thing I've heard. That's so dirty. You introducing your audience. Half the folks in there, probably a third of them, I mean, three-fourths of them don't know who mindless behavior is. Most folks in here don't know. They just know that name don't sound right. I exposed them in part eight. It said everybody started screaming and cheering and woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. That's what he just did. He called evil. These boys singing evil, looking evil. Their name is evil. And he called them good, made them good before his congregation so that all the kids would go out, research them, and buy their album and get hooked on mindless behavior. Behaving without your mind. Thoughtless actions. This makes it hard for us to have peace and very hard, really impossible, to be true to God when you make evil good because then you don't know which is which summary I meant that just got mad I get mad when these preachers do this kind of stuff y'all I mean it bothers me it don't bother you because I'm not thinking about them I'm thinking about the children the parents are you are you that deceived you gonna let this devil do this to your family what kind of man are you to sit in there Man, I'd have got up and walked to the front and then out. I'd have got my whole family. They'd have thought a funeral procession was going on. Walked all the way to the front, turned around and then walked out. I want everybody to see I'm getting out of this mess. 
Bible says to speak the truth in love. And that simply means that your motivation must be love. And not any other reason. When we are motivated by the word to share truth, then it's love. Can I say that again? When we are motivated because we know truth. And then somebody is in a denial. Then our love makes us share the truth. Now we do it respectfully. We honor them. Amen. And we understand. You know, some people are your elders. So you got to come at them. The Bible says don't rebuke an elder. So you come at, and it's not talking about a person with a certificate hanging up in that house. I was ordained an elder. That's none of that. None of that's what he's talking about. When Paul went and ordained elders, he just ordained those that were mature in the faith. That's what elder means. You're an elder in the faith. You're older in the faith. You've been saved longer. Okay, that's elder. Okay, it's not because you got the Bible with all the bishop's picture in it, and you, you got the tile and the necklace and all. No, 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 no. That, all that ordinate—that's all Catholic. That whole idea, all of that came from Catholicism. That's not what Paul did. Okay, Paul went and chose people that were mature in the faith and left them in charge, so they could handle the business of the church because they were mature in the faith. That's an elder. So when you step into certain elders, there is a respect you have, but you do it in love. You know, and you're a child, and you know, if you're a child, shut up, don't say nothing. You don't say nothing to no grown folks. Can I say that again? You don't have nothing to say. (laughs) Nothing. Go play. Amen? Our kids are, we, our kids are, Vicky's almost 21, and we make a hush. Hush. That's grown folks. I'm grown. Well. Land it all right. They're they big and some stuff, some conversations. You, no, don't say nothing. And you better not say nothing to who we're talking about. Oh, y'all don't run your house like that? No, you a child. The Bible said when you're a child, you think and act like a child. Pick that truck up and scoot it down the road and get out of here. Go play with your toys, boy. Shut up. You don't talk to grown folks. Amen. I don't care if they got a bottle of Hennessy and walk in that drunk. Uh, Auntie Jean drinking is a sin. Boy, I take this Hennessy, boy. She already drunk anyway. You might get clocked unconscious forever. What you say, boy? It's not your business. I mean, so we respect our elders. It's very important. Amen. Amen. We do that in here too. Amen, children. Keep your children in check or I'll check them. Amen. Amen. Don't you come up. You don't, don't, you don't call me Craig. You better, you better call me. Amen. We don't do that in here. We don't do that in here. You correct my little boy. If he come call you by your first name, no, no. We need to call, you need to call me something else. We ain't doing that. That's just respect. When we are motivated by the word to share truth, then it's love. But if, we, if our desire is to win an argument, you know, you don't have to argue truth. Truth won without you saying anything. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, ain't nothing. The Bible don't say anything is wrong with living together before marriage. It's not written in there. And you say, well, but the word says this. Yeah, but it don't specifically say. It, I needed to say a man and a woman cannot live together. Okay. Right. And you just let them go. Because the truth is going to win. One of these days, she's going to call you back. You, you, you'll be back. And that's what I do. That's who's going to have victory in the end. Truth. The 
the spirit of truth is going to be the victory in the end when he destroys this wicked world. You know who's going to have the, you know, the, what's they call that, the dynamite rig? You know who's sitting there doing this, just waiting, looking at his watch? Truth. One of these days, truth just going <laughs> to, boom. Look at somebody say, the lie's not going to win. The lie doesn't win. When we are speaking truth in selfishness and arrogance, then that's the wrong way to speak it. That's not love. That means you have an agenda. But the bottom line is that we are all called of God to deal with the elephant in the room and to use the word of God to break the spell of denial so we can all walk in the truth of God's word. Ephesians 4 and 14. That we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness Whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in what? May grow up into him in all things which is the head even Christ. You can't grow up unless you're hearing truth. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.